Welcome, welcome, welcome to Tilt. Happy Friday, everybody. But let's call it Fanatic Friday because it's tournament time. And if you didn't know, all the fakers and frauds have got to go. It's your boy, OG. And if it's your first time joining us, Tilt stands for talking in layman's terms. All 64 have applied. We have marched to see who survives. Home team, holler. Let's get right into it with these Friday quick hits. Let's dive right in. First, it's going to be on my radar until she comes home. Number one, Brittany Griner. I still haven't seen enough movement. The, the minor updates. Come on. This is one of our own. She's a superstar. I need to see more movement. Now they're saying they're pushing her release date back to May 19th. For what? Somebody needs to answer. Somebody needs to get on their job. State Department, come on. Let's make it happen. Moving on. The Lakers destruction. Now everybody sees what I was trying to tell them at the beginning of the, of the year. LeBron knows it's over. He does. He really, like I say, he, he's a smart guy. He knows it's over. Not even the stat padding is going to save him from the amount of blame he's going to get in the next few weeks. Because that play-in thing is not guaranteed. They can't be the team over 500. They couldn't be the team over 500 when AD was playing. So now he's going back and forth about Devin Booker, about, oh, yeah, you know why you won because I wasn't playing. Yeah, guy, they beat you twice. So uh, I feel bad for Laker Nation, but I don't feel bad for Laker Nation. Hey, Shannon Sharp, what happened to old King James? Yeah, he's going to get 30 a night and they get blown out by 20. Hey, good luck. Moving on into more press news. Like I said, shout out to Deshaun Watson. He's trying to get his life back on track after the after the smear campaign and the, the, the character assassination by the Houston Texans. Who what that shouldn't go unnoticed. Uh, he's got the Saints and the Falcons in the running for his services. I really don't care who he plays for. I just want him to get his life back on track. This is a good guy. Like I say, you don't know what happens behind closed doors. And if he did some of this stuff and it was warranted, then he should be punished. But he's got cleared of all criminal charges. So what's the beef now? I hope Deshaun, I wish him nothing but but luck. Like I said, he's he's a good guy from all accounts that I, that I know of him being here in Houston. From what I know here in Houston, this is the type of guy he is. If you're a superstar, Deshaun Watson will show up and support you. But he's not the guy you're going to see in the club two or three in the morning pouring champagne down his, you know, boxing off a section just for him. He's not that kind of guy. He's a people person. And him being too nice is what got him taken advantage of. And like I say, I wish him all the best. I don't care who he plays for. I just hope he gets back on track. Like he said, I hope he I mean, they've already accomplished what they wanted to do because this is going to follow him for the rest of his life. But like I said, I just hope he gets back on track to being Top five. Well, let's let's be real. He's top three quarterback in the league. Good luck to Sean. Now we have Mr. Baker Mayfield. Can we say privilege? His little feelings got hurt because the Browns wanted to talk to Sean Watson. If you have Nick Chubb and Hunt and Landry and an LBJ and you can't win, yeah, somebody they're gonna look at somebody else, Baker. And then he comes out and says he wants to get traded. Yeah. Okay, where's the backlash? Because if there was a black quarterback, you know they would have already got him out of town already. But he gets to say all these wild things. But I'm not entirely mad at Baker. Because, like I said, he knows what privilege is. 
I said it before. The system in Cleveland is not good for Baker. It wasn't good for him. It wasn't good for OBJ. It's not. He's not a dink and dunk guy. Take your shot whenever. No, Baker's a gunslinger. He needs to go somewhere where he's free to take those chances. And it's not in Cleveland. I mean, he knows, but we're going to see how this thing works out. They're like, we made you the franchise quarterback. Oh, you're going to stay here until we're done with you. So good luck with getting out of town. Just don't see you going anywhere anytime soon. And yes, yes, the madness is here. March Madness is here. It's great. See the teams winning, see the teams losing. These these young kids, this is one of the years where they're going to find out it's not about me, 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 me. It's team ball. We'll get into that in a second about the games from yesterday. Moving on to Steph Curry, foot injury. Draymond comes back, now he goes out. Maybe they'll, I don't know, if these guys need some time off, just let them take the time off instead of everybody's getting hurt. It's just It seems all a little bit too convenient for me. You know what I'm saying? The, the Warriors have been struggling with getting their bench, their rotation. And like I said, they've been feeding Clay like he's the number one option. So now he gets a chance to be the number one option. So we're going to see how that works out. But my sleeper in that whole situation is, is Wiggins. Wiggins is probably the best, second best player on that team, not Clay. Like I said, I know you guys get enamored with the shooting the three, and Clay's great at that. But all around player, Wiggins is a better player. You forget he was the number one pick in the draft. And we're going to go to the Michigan. Michigan road win. Mr. Jawan Howard. Trust me, they were waiting for them to fall down yesterday so they could say, oh, he's not going to be able to recruit. Oh, he shouldn't have did that. Michigan pulled it out yesterday. I'm happy for Jawan. He's got these young boys playing, and it's only going to get better. Check out his, his, his recruiting class and the guys that he has coming back. Good luck, Jawan. And the baseball lockout's finally over. Both sides came to uh, agreement. I just want to see where this New York mandate is going to stand because you wouldn't lift it for Kyrie Irving and playing basketball. But baseball, let's see how long the mandate stays in place when the Yankees hit the field or the Mets hit the field. Let's see how, let's see how long it stays. And then... Kyrie might have a little lawsuit on his hands because that's ridiculous. Let's see how long they go with the mandate when the Yankees can't put, because all of their players are not vaccinated. They haven't put out a list yet, but it's coming. and We're going to see what happens. And then finally on the quick hits, Joe Buck, Troy Aikman are the new voices of Monday Night Football. I mean, that's great because Brian Greasy stunk it up. Like I said, I like Steve Levy. And uh, and Lewis Riddick was great at, great at it, but those other two guys get him out of there. But Joe Buck, who I can't stand, but he's a great announcer, and Troy should bring it back to where it was because I hated Gruden being on there too. These two guys should get Monday Night Football back to where it, where it was. They're already super celebrities, especially Troy being an ex cowboy. So that's Shamar well for them. Uh, look for Troy and Joe Buck being the faces of Monday Night Football in the season coming up. Now we're going to get into the madness. March Madness. Let's get into it. Let's start first with the Richmond Spiders. DMV stand-up. Richmond 67, Iowa 63. The Spiders were relevant when I was in high school in 89. They, they pulled off the same thing. Hopefully they can get to the second round. But shout-out to the Richmond Spiders. 
Another big, I said on the show, St. Peter's versus Kentucky. I said, if St. Peter's beats Kentucky, Cal needs to retire. Well, guess what? 85-79. Cal, put your papers in. I called it. And then we had New Mexico State against UConn. That was really a pick em, But this kid from New Mexico State did his thing. UConn couldn't stop one player. And so they went home yesterday. And I like the kid from New Mexico State. You know, he put on Ford City and everything. That's cool. But when you lose, just remember that. We had Marquette versus the, the, the Tar Heels. Yes, Tar Heel fan here. And I was happy to see Hubert Davis finally go through Caleb Love. When the Tar Heels go through Caleb Love, if he's on, they're winning that game. No question. They went through Caleb yesterday, and it was a blowout. Great game. We had Georgia State versus Gonzaga. And like I said, Gonzaga, that weak conference, they're highly overrated. Georgia State gave them a game until halftime. But like I said, the, any team with the physicality to play 40 minutes is going to beat Gonzaga. They're not going to the Final Four. I just don't see it. Then we have uh, TSU against Kansas. Uh, that didn't take long. Like I said, the Jayhawks are one of the teams picked to win it. I also had Norfolk State against Baylor. That also wasn't easy to pick. Baylor uh, trounced them. Uh, shout out to Norfolk State. Uh, we had Longwood, Longwood versus Tennessee. Tennessee played great, 88-56 over them. And UCLA got a little scare, 57-53 against Akron. But UCLA hung tough. They're another one of my teams I picked. They have it all. They might can win. They got the tough game out of the way early, so they're ready to go now. Indiana versus St. Mary's. I don't know what happened to IU because, I mean, it was tight in the first half, and then St. Mary's just put on a clinic, 82-53. San Francisco versus Mary State, 87-92. Murray State, uh, John Morant is watching. They put on the show yesterday. Uh, we had Memphis against Boise State. Hey, Boise State, this is not football. You're not the cardiac kids. Good game, coach game by Penny, 64-53 over Boise State. And like I said, the Wolverines pulled out 75-63 over Colorado State. Then we had Creighton against San Diego State, which was also a pick em. And Creighton pulls out the win, 72-69. Uh, so the games will be going on all day today. Sit down, get something good to eat, and enjoy. But it's going to be basketball all day today. I'm going to go ahead and give you the update for the NBA for the weekend. Uh, we'll, we'll follow up on it on Monday. But first, we're going to start with the Eastern Conference. Miami Heat are still holding down the top spot. Injuries to Jimmy Butler haven't stopped them from being number one. If Victor Oladipo can get healthy, watch out. Kings of the Mountain for now, even with makeshift lineups, is going to be interesting. A team that can win it all or get bounced in the first round. That is if the Nets are currently sitting in the, in the number eight spot. Pay attention. The new number two spot in the East, we got the Milwaukee Bucks. Are deep and poised to make a run. Watch as Giannis, the Greek freak, becomes Giannis the Destroyer. Would not want to play them in the first round or the second round, even if it's the Nets. Occupying the third spot, the 76ers, everybody's favorite couple, Joel Embiid, James Harden. Is it going to work? 
Who knows? Like I said, Embiid has a new partner who disappears in big games. The duo of the league wants to do so well. Hasn't been doing so well. I see trouble as in train wreck. Embiid may walk away with the MVP, but I'm not a championship trophy. And you could print that. For Boston. I said they need a leader and somebody told Tatum. And he has been that and more. Everybody's playing their role. Looks like the Kobe disciple has channeled the lessons he learned from Mr. Mama. Because right now, he just nasty with it. And they're going to be a problem. Number five, the Bulls getting healthy. The Rosen has been MVP caliber. Been MVP caliber, but has his supporting cast has been lackluster. Caruso is back, but it may be a little too late. Lonzo Ball, wake up. The Cavs, the youngsters have fallen back to earth, so to speak, but are still playing great basketball. Jared, the Jared Allen injury was not what they needed. Uh, you know, as the process was going on, remember the name, Karis LeVert. He about to be a star in this league. He would have been with the Nets, but they traded him. Because remember, Cleveland's team is the Nets' bench. Ponder that. Okay, moving on to... The Toronto, the Raptors. The Raptors seem to have got their mojo back. Freddie Van Fleet, Siakam, Mr. Trent, and the rookie, Scotty Barnes. They are going to be a handful for anybody they play. And then finally, occupying the eighth spot in the East, the Nets. I'm just going to call them America's team. If KD pulls this off with Steve Nash, Nash's coaching flaws, Kyrie's constant absences, and a la mandate, I don't want to hear anything else about what he can't do. If they let Batman and Robin play, Gotham getting a trophy. That's all I'm saying. We're going to take it over to the West. The Suns. I told people before CB3 got there, they were on the rise. Yes, his influence speeded up the process, but you see now with him on the shelf, it's business as usual. Shout out to Monty Williams, DMV, baby. Then we got the Grizzlies sitting in the two spot. Who would ever thought? John Morant and the rest of the Bear Cubs are a problem and everybody knows it. Stay tuned. Let me say the name again. John Morant. Sitting in the three spot. You got gangs all together again. So we thought Steph goes down and could be out of month. Now Clay gets to show if he should have been on that 75th anniversary team or not. Maybe the bench comes back and Draymond, with Draymond at the helm, anything could happen. My sleeper, like I said, is Wiggins. He about to be, be the man. Not Clay. You heard it here first. Then you have the Jazz. I said all along the Jazz are laying in the cut, waiting to pounce. Donovan Mitchell has backup, but are they good enough? I still say let's wait and see. And the Mavericks, well, Luka has had enough of Humble pie and taking it on the chin. And it's, he's in full battle mode along with new junkyard dog, Dinwiddie. He may have found a diamond in the rough. Because like I said, I wish he had to stay with the Nets. But yeah, we're going to find out in the playoffs. Has he found his second, his second guy? Then we have the Nuggets. Joker is great and all that. But no Murray, no Porter Jr. The window has closed for them. Joker has them solid, but getting everybody back healthy is a dream. Not happening this year. The Timberwolves 
2-0-0. Young guns on the prowl. Patrick Beverly has given the Wolves the moxie to get it, to go, to go get it. Cat, who I've been calling soft for years, has showed up and showed out. Mr. Edwards is ready for his close-up. If it's them against the Grizzlies, it's going to be must-see TV. And last, Clippers, coach's job. Clippers, coach, coach of the year should be Tyloo. Like I said, no Kawhi, no PG-13, and they still in the thick of it. No LeBron, so yeah, Tyloo can coach. Rings as a player and coach, yeah. AI stepped over him, but Tyloo got the ring. He should, like I said, and that's it for the Western Conference. Did you notice somebody's name I didn't call? Yeah, if you think of that, who, who, who that is, let me know. But that's all I have. Uh, Going to continue to watch the madness. Like once again, happy Friday, everybody. It's your boy OG. And as always, I'm O-U-T.